the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't but come say. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. This is the word of the Lord to us. My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. We know that the presence of the Lord is with us, giving us rest even now. And this presence goes with us with rest to the place, to the place of rest. The Lord gives us rest in his presence. Present, we have the space of rest to take us to the place of rest. To take us to the place of rest. To take us to where God has prepared for us. What God has prepared for us. And we will make it to that place. We will not be like those who started and did not make it. Because of unbelief. Because of sin. Because of disobedience. Because of stiff nakedness. Because of stubbornness. We will not allow stubbornness. We will not allow sin to cut short our travel. We will not allow disobedience to truncate our life. We will make it to the end in the name of Jesus. His presence presently gives us rest. And this space of rest takes us to the place of rest in the name of Jesus. Amen. Our text, Psalm 46, 1 to the end and Romans 8, 28 to the end. And we have some scripture prayer prompters. They are very powerful. The first one is Psalm 46, 1, Psalm 46, verse 1, and uh, verse 2. And it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble, and therefore we will not fear. And the second one is Psalm 46, verses 7 and 11. They say the same thing. It says in verse 7, The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. That is really deeply loaded. If you know or remember Jacob, and you know and remember that Jacob left home in fear of his brother who wanted to kill him and was going to a place he did not know, did not know how to get there, had never been there, and he was just sent to go there. And after walking and walking, after traveling and traveling, the sun went down. The night closed in. The dusk of the day, he had to rest. And he lay down in a place and used a stone 
for his pillow. And as he was sleeping, he had a dream. God appeared to him in the dream. He saw God upon a staircase, so to say. God was on top of the staircase. And he saw angels climbing up and down. Angels going up and down. And Jacob woke up and said, God is in this place. And I knew it not. This is the gate of heaven. This is the house of God. Oh, what an awesome place this is. This is fearful. This is incredible. He was astounded, astonished that God was in the same place where he was resting, where he lay down. And the Lord promised him and said, I will go with you to where you're going and I will bring you back to the same place. Lord said, I will go with you to where you're going and I will bless you and I will increase you and I will not leave you until I've done everything that I promised you. So I want to say to you, you may not know how to get to where you're going. You may never have been there. Maybe you are in fear. Maybe you are running from something. The Lord says, I am with you. I will go with you. I will take you to where you're going and I will not leave you alone until I've done until i finished everything i promise lord will not leave you alone in the name of jesus see i will not leave you nor forsake you i will not leave you nor forsake you if he has to take you by the neck he will take you by the neck sometimes he will take us by the hand sometimes he will take us by the neck sometimes he will give us a knock sometimes he will give out give us a spanking to turn us around say i will not leave you the lord said to, to jacob i will not leave you until i have finished everything and the lord did not leave him the lord even fought with him the lord entered into a battle with him into a wrestling match with him the lord started the fight with him he didn't he didn't start the fight god started the fight with him god started a controversy with him that controversy had been had been hanging over his head for 20 years and god finally caught up with him so to say and say you want me to bless you what is your name and jacob had to come to terms jacob had to repent jacob had to say oh my name is jacob my name is not esau because 20 years before he had lied unto his father because he wanted a blessing and now he wanted a blessing again and said god bless me if you have been blessed why are you asking for blessing now if you want me to bless you who should i bless should i bless the one that you say your name was esau or should i bless jacob which one what name should i write on the check and he had to say lord okay my name is jacob okay if your name is jacob even that name i will change it the Lord changed his name. Wow. The Lord will not leave you alone. The Lord will not leave you alone. He will do whatever he has to do to bring you to the place of rest in the name of Jesus. He will do whatever he has to do to bring you to his, to bring you to your knees, to submission. Mm -mm. What a loving God. What a loving father that will not give up on us. Just as the prodigal son left home and squandered everything and wasted his life. Wasted time, wasted his life. Suddenly came to himself. I will go back to my father and I will tell him, just take me in as one of the servants. For I've sinned against God and I've sinned against you. And as he approached home, his father was already there waiting for him. Because the father never gave up on him. Amen. And the Lord even said, 
in one of our scripture prayer prompters here, Isaiah 49:15, can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. That's a powerful, heavily loaded scripture. Can a woman forget her nursing child? Meaning, it's very rare for a woman to forget her nursing child. A child that she carried for such a long time, really, for months, under pressure, (laughs) through trouble and pain. Can she forget her nursing child? Can a woman forget her nursing child? A man will forget, but a woman will not forget. A man does it and turns around and forgets that he ever did anything. The woman never forgets. And that's why even many times children forget their fathers. Because their fathers forget them. But they will never forget their mother because their mother never forgot them. When Mother's Day come, you see it. When Father's Day come, you see it. Big difference. But you as a father, if you are a father, God wants you to be like him, a true father. To go the extra length to show that you care. If you did not forget them, they will not forget you in your later years. But how many men are forgotten in their later years? They are forgotten. They are not remembered. Nobody cared for them. The women are cared for. The mothers are cared for. And they live longer. Isn't that what they say? The statistics show that. Amen. Psalm 48, 14 says, and I love this. For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to the end. For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to the end. Amen. This God is not just your God. He is what? Your guide to the end. Not just now. Is your guide now? Is your guide tomorrow? Is your guide to the end? Till death. For this God is our God forever and ever, forever and ever. He will be our guide even to the end. The one that took them out of the furnace of fire said, I will not just take you out. I will take you in. I will not just take you out. I will take you through and take you in. The one that is powerful enough to take them out is also powerful enough to take them through and take them in. The one that has saved you ever lives to make intercession for you. Therefore, he is able to save you to the uttermost because he ever lived. He doesn't die. Therefore, he is able to save you to the uttermost because he ever lived to make intercession. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. So the Lord is our God, our guide, and our guard. The Lord is your God, your guide, and your guard. The Lord is your God, your guide, and your guard. Amen. He's not just your God. He's your guide. He's your direction. You know, he's your pilot. And he's not just your lead or your leader. He's also your police. Is your security is your God. Amen. Is your God. Why did Moses pray in Exodus 33, 12 and 13? Who will you send with me? Please go with us. And Moses was actually very serious. He was desperate. He was adamant and said, we are not living here unless you go with us. Why did he pray like that? Why was he so serious? Not only because he did not know the way through the wilderness. Not only because he did not know the way through the wilderness, but also because of the dangers of the wilderness. 
Amen. And the Lord said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. The presence of the Lord was supposed to be the, their guide and their God. Amen. To lead them and to protect them. To guide them and to bear them. To be their police. You see, the destination is great. It's wonderful. But the how and the risk of getting there are reasons for fear. Let me say that again. The destination is great. It's wonderful. It's a great destination. But the how and the risk of getting there are reasons for fear. How to get there and the risk of getting there, they are causes for fear. Amen. The destination, you know, is great. But how are you going to get there? And how are you going to deal with the risk of getting there? If the destination is not so great, if it's around your house, around the corner of your house, you can just go there. You don't have to fear. But if it's so far and it's so good, amen. Oh, there are some projects in life. There are some things in life, some things, you know, some wonderful goals in life that you want to achieve. They are so lofty, so great, so powerful. But how are you going to get there? It's going to take you time to get there. And it's going to take you expenses to get there. It's going to take you, you know, a lot of money, so to say. It's going to take you time. It's going to take you work. It's going to take you a lot of things, a lot of risk to get there. The Lord was going to take them to Canaan, a place already prepared for them. And the Lord described the place, say, a land that flow with milk and honey. And described the place and say, you know, everything is already prepared for you. He said, even out of the land, you will dig copper. Out of the land, you will dig gold. Amen. The Lord gave them a description of a, a great place. But are you going to get there easy? No. The desert way was not easy. And the people that were in the land would not just leave. There are giants in there. Are you going to get it? But the Lord say, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Moses said, we are not going unless you go with us. An angel is not good enough. You say you will send us an angel? You will send an angel with us? No. We want you to go with us. Don't take us from here unless you go with us. Because we don't know the way and there are giants that will not let us enter. We need you. My brothers and sisters, the higher the stake, the higher the risk. High stake, high risk. But we don't need to fear because his presence is with us. You see, along the path of life, in this life, along the path of life, along the path of the, the life of faith, the life of Christ in us, along the path of life, in this life, there are evils. Evil personalities, both in spirit and body. Amen. You know, some of us live in this uh, sophisticated world, in this sophisticated environment. We don't even know that there are, there are evil spirits. Mm. There are evil spirits. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.